was really good. Thanks. I didn't realize you were going to be in here yet. <laughs> I didn't catch it on the record, though. <laughs> I like, started recording as you finished that burp. That oh, very man. elf-like burp. Yeah, it was really good. Thanks. Hi, welcome to the Dear Miller Podcast. This is a podcast where we write letters of advice, pieces of advice to our past selves. I haven't done this in a while. I know. It feels like we haven't done this in forever, like, together. But I'm back. Um, you're back. back. You're back. Baby. Without, back on your computer. Back on the computer. Apparently, the technical difficulty is we found out that our hosting site doesn't work on an iPad, which I found out five minutes before we were supposed to record because <laughs> I, I check things and do my homework. Yeah, so Whoops. we're back with a mini episode, and um, we have two great letters today. Uh, T, who is yours from? Mine is from Kate. And then we have an update from Christopher, who was Ew. the one who was going to governor's school and who was um, auditioning and feeling like that he was only getting in because of his, because he's a black man, and so he has an update for us. So in his life, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So why don't you Perfect. go ahead and start reading your friend's letter? Perfect. Okay. Hi, Brooke and T, like a golf tee. Ha ha. Hi. I love your podcast. My sister, who loves Mean Girls, introduced me to the episode about T's Broadway debut, and I've listened to every episode since. Aw. Well, hi to you and your sister. I was inspired to write my middle school self a letter about periods. Don't worry, it's PG and there's no blood. Get it? Or gore. Ha ha. Feel free to read it on the podcast. (laughs) You're both doing an amazing job with your podcast. I was super impressed with your seamless transition to remote podcasting. Kate from Canada. Thank you. Woo-hoo. It, 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 was, it was fairly seamless, but that's because Brooke did all the work, so it was seamless for me. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just did a lot of Googling and clicking and being like, okay, this is what we're doing. Oh, and she also included two art pieces she made this year about shame. I would, oh, that's going to be cool to post. I love art. Okay. Dear me. Hi. 11-year-old me, it's your 18-year-old self. Yes, I am an adult. Ew, I know. No, being an adult's great. Don't worry. 11-year-olds everywhere, being an adult's the best. It's pretty great. It's hard. You can have cake for dinner and nobody will know. No one can stop you. And then you can have like Cheetos for dessert and no one cares. Okay. And while I don't have everything figured out, I've learned a couple of things. I'm writing to you because you just got your first period and you're so excited. Yay! Oh! <laughs> This mythical entity that you've only read about in books is now yours. Hold on to that feeling. The world will try and tell you otherwise, but if you take charge of your mindset, periods can continue to be exciting and sometimes even fun. Here are some things I wish I knew. I want want to know how periods can be fun. Me too. That's what I want to know. It's all about your mindset. That's true. It is all about your mindset. Okay. Number one. If your needs aren't being met, say something. Your kindergarten to grade eight school doesn't have stall bins or period products in the bathrooms. That means something is wrong with your school, not you. I cannot, I cannot count the minutes you spend inside the stalls, watching through the door, waiting until the coast is clear to discreetly throw away your used products. Ah. Secretly, lead, yeah, secret sleep, blah, secrecy leads to shame, which doesn't help anyone. Whenever you see a problem like this, you're not the only one affected by it. Find someone in charge of it and ask them to fix it. Wow. Yeah. And honestly, your 18-year-old self, I hope that you, if you have visited your school since then, if they don't have anything, 18-year-old self, go tell, go tell somebody. Tell someone. Well, and also when she was like, I'm 18, I'm an adult. Ew, I know. I was going to make a joke that's like, you're not an adult yet. But then reading this, I'm thinking, you're a more well-spoken oh, no, adult you're, than I am. You're an adult. 
You're an adult. You're, You're an much adult. more of an adult than 29-year-old me, without a doubt. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Okay. Now, and, but you're right, though. If you, if you see something that you want changed, take the steps to change it. Um, chances are somebody else also feels the same way you do about the situation. And right. can and the second you speak up and you're like, hey, like, does anybody else see an issue with this? That's, that's how change is made. That's how petitions are started. Like, it's so something Absolutely. as so simple as a, as a waste bin in the, in the girl's bathroom or period right. products in the so girl's bathroom. So that you can just put your stuff and then I have to worry about it. Yeah. All right. Number two, you're allowed to talk about your period in front of boys. When you're 50, you freaking are. Half of the population is bleeding. We can talk about it. Yep. When you're 15, one of your friends explains, explains to a male friend that she didn't take the warning signs of appendicitis seriously, thinking it was just a cramp. Instead mm -hmm. of shutting the conversation down, he shows empathy. This changes your outlook. Most of the boys around you right now are too immature to be empathetic. Amen. But once you meet a good human, don't be afraid to explain why you might not feel so good. Yeah. The only reason boys are so grossed out about it is because they don't know it from an early age. Now, if we were to mm -hmm. teach our kids, like, especially boys, what women mm -hmm. go through every month and just, like, kind of say it nonchalantly, they wouldn't be like, ew, gross, don't talk no. about it. As long as if it's just, cis, like, normal conversation, then it's fine. Like, that's, that's yeah. where it starts is, like, the secrecy of it. Like, ooh, girls go through this, but we're not going to teach it to you because you don't need to know about it. Like, like you know, you know of you it, but you don't about know about it. Right. Right. You so. do need to know. It's a completely normal thing. And especially as you age. And, you know, I remember Dave is still not grossed out by periods because I the first time, you know, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Or like I bled on the bed or whatever. And he was like, OK, who cares? Like, we'll just wash yeah. the sheets. Like, it's fine. And we were dating and I was so embarrassed. And he was yeah. like, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, teach him. Always don't be weird about periods. Okay, number three, always carry pads, tampons, and painkillers. Even if you don't need them, someone else will. This is a great way to show your friends you care or to make new ones. Yeah. What if... Always have an emergency. What if a guy had like an, like an emergency bin? Like how, you know, guys have like, they have like condoms in their, their bedside right. drawer. What if, what if a guy just like had like all the essentials that a girl would need? That'd be amazing. Like, that would be the sexiest thing ever like if you want a girl to like really like you and she's and look through the open the door make sure she sees it that she she sees the pads the tampons and the mitle yep for like if yep and be like oh. girl i got you i got, I got you. you i'll never forget dave like we went away once and he did the grocery shopping before we went and he came back with like a box of pads and i was like what's that and he's like well i think you're supposed to start your period this week and i don't think you have any pads left oh. i was like <laughs> oh like, oh I my do, God. I am. It was really sweet. It's so sweet. I remember so nice. One time when when I was dating Stove, sweet Stove, um, who's finally stove. moving out on his own, and he <gasps> went, listened to our episode of like living a, uh, in your a, apartment. A. So he was excited about that. I remember one time I was like complaining about period pain and stuff, and he had gotten me a bar of chocolate, um, my doll, and then he he tucked my little Anna doll that I have, like my little Anna plushie, into the bed, like holding them. And so oh. when I got to my apartment, they were just like sitting there. Like, isn't that the cutest? And you probably immediately started crying because you were PMSing. Like, yep. immediate tears. Oh. Okay. Number four. 
pads and tampons aren't the only period products that work. You learn in high school that the average woman uses over 11,000 pads or tampons in their lifetime, and that's one of the lower estimates. Even after this, you wait years to switch to a better product out of fear of change. Don't wait. Take the put a cup in it quiz to find a menstrual cup that works for you. By the way, menstruation means period. That will save you some embarrassment. Oh, even though the first cup you buy isn't perfect, it works well. It works pretty well, and you find your perfect cup a few months later. It may seem like a lot of money, but your parents would have spent that on one year's worth of pads on you anyways. You can also buy reusable pads and period underwear, which come in way cuter patterns than normal pads, and boom, you're set for the next decade. I used a cup. Well, I did. For many years. Uh, I, I will just... I used, I used it once, and it was too big, and I never mm. really looked back. I'm a I'm like a full tampon girl. Like, I will just say this PSA. I love my I loved my cup. Whatever, it's great. If you have an IUD, oh. don't use the cup because, because I've read some horror stories suctions. that you can rip it out. Yeah, it could get <gasps> stuck and you can rip. It. I know. Doesn't your uh, uterus just clench yeah. up? I I read a story on Reddit and they and a gynecologist I confirmed and they're like, if you have an IUD, don't use. A cup. You just use yeah. use the I period ha- uh, the period the underwear. Pe- I'm gonna buy a pair of those. The things I've wanted them forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a period anymore because of my IUD. Um, if I do, it's one Ugh. day, and it's like it's like your you first bitch. day period. You know, like or you. like you're like you're yeah yeah. Because I have a mine, copper IUD, so mine are they're worse. terrible. Yeah, mine are mine's Morena, and I stopped my period after about two oh. years on it. So um, you bitch. You can thank Donald Trump for that one because the only reason I got an IUD was oh. when Donald Trump became president. I was like, I... I was telling I, everyone. anything happens... Go, go, go. If anything happens, I have my IUD. I'm set for five years. It'll outlast his presidency. We'll be good. <laughs> yep. You're like, I don't need a Handmaid's Tale situation. No. Nope, Puncture my cervix and no babies for me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh Thanks. God. Okay. Number five. Talk to the women and girls around you who you know aren't afraid to talk about their periods. They give you valuable information and help tear down your shame about periods. Shame is a tactic used by society to keep those with periods from speaking out. If we weren't ashamed, governments couldn't put a luxury tax on period products. Companies would have to justify why they pay for toilet paper and not period products. Employees and students wouldn't have to make up excuses for why they're calling in sick when they have debilitating cramps or nausea. People would pay more attention to their bodies and be able to tell their gynecologist when something is wrong. Start mm-hmm. talking about your period. Don't let shame take hold. Enjoy the awkwardness and laughter that your period can sometimes bring. It's a powerful tool for connecting with those around you and the start of never-ending and exciting adventure. Love me. She you see her art at the end? Yeah. She and sounds it's, like it's, an activist. It's pads and tampons. Oh like that my god, shame. it is too, and they spell shame. Wow. Yeah, yeah this is great. I can't wait to share Kate, this I think I want you to be my mentor in life. Can <laughs> you just, I think I'm just going to have you write me more letters. Yeah, I just, but dear T, this is what you should be doing this week. This is how yeah, you should feel T. about your life this week. <laughs> that was oh really god, insightful. Thanks, I Kate. Yeah, I really did like that, and I... God, I, I think back to, like, my 18-year-old self, and I wouldn't be oh. this eloquent. Of, I'm, I no. would like to pretend that maybe I would have been, but I don't think I would have been. No, I'm barely this eloquent at 29. This is, I, this is impressive. It's very impressive. I do love it. Are we ready for Chris's? 
Chris with a K, who I, I keep reading, like, immediately my um, my brain switches his name from Christopher to Kristoff because it's spelled with the K-R-I-S-T-O-F. Oh. And so I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right. Hi, Brooke and T. Y'all can read this letter or not, but I just wanted to write a little update on my life because things got crazy since my last letter. So, dear me. So remember that time you were excited to go to governor's school? Well wrap up that happiness and put it into something else because it's canceled due to corona you are devastated but you're also optimistic because you never know what will happen boy does the world take that phrase and run with it soon your instagram and snapchat will be full of stories about injustice in this country towards black people and you'll get angry confused sad and ultimately delete all your social socials after signing the petitions for george floyd It's okay to give yourself this mental break. You're going to feel like you let down your community, but trauma is real, and it's fair and valid for you to want to take a break. With that good good does come out of all the mess happening. Oh, with that good does come out of all this mess that's happening. You go on a date with the girl you've had a crush on for a year, and you guys kiss. Like, oh. it's a really corny movie kind of kiss at the drive-in. Oh, oh my God. I'm so glad that this whole thing has brought back drive-ins. Me too. Also, kissing with a face mask on is something you never thought you would do in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's like, um, oh my gosh, um, Pushing Daisies. Did you ever see that show where they have oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. plastic they have wrap and they wrap? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I love that. You, you also get to see your friends graduate. You don't cry, but you feel a rush of emotions and a sense of fear because they won't be at school next year. But that's okay. You're going to be busy. As I'm writing this, I'm picking out my audition monologues and songs for college auditions. Yay! Yay! Uh, Christopher, let us know what uh, colleges you're interested in. I want to know. I want to continue this journey with you. Finally, We're we're in. We're in for it. We're in for the long haul. Finally, you're going to realize that reading plays makes you so much more happier than watching YouTube and that Brooke and T's letter. uh, Finally, you are going to realize that reading plays makes you so much happier than watching YouTube and that Brooke and T read your letter and told you, you have a great voice. Don't lose hope. Things are going to be fine. Love, Chris. Oh, Chris. Oh, I'm so excited about your auditions and your, and it's gonna be great. And your kiss, yay! The kiss, the kiss. Of and you know what time. though? About hmm. him realizing that he, it's okay to give yourself mental breaks and space. I think that's something really important too. In that, especially people of color, no one gets to tell them how they deal with this. Correct currently going on they can be super activists they could need to take a step back but no one gets to tell people of color how they deal with this insanity that's happening it's a lot right it and is people a deal lot. with it in different and people deal with it in different ways and i'm glad and that you he can realize also what's be, best for him you can also be an activist without being mm-hmm. active on social media right and i'm glad that he found what works best for him exactly Nobody can tell him that you you have to, you know, mm-hmm. grind to post, 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 post. It's okay to take that step back. Now, us as allies, we do need to right. speak up. We are, we are right. in a position where we need to use this platform. But 
Um, but people in the black not community, the ones- we cannot tell them how exactly. to deal with this situation because it is very traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I'm just as I'm to sure every other video black after child video after video grew up with this mentality that police are bad and all this stuff. And all these videos are coming out on my Twitter feed of just police brutality. Mm-hmm. So it is it's so good to take a step back, take a break, re regroup deal with the trauma of reliving i'm sure your childhood of hearing all this stuff and sometimes even going through it yourself and then moving forward and moving forward in a positive way and um and then begin your journey uh past this because there is going to be uh i'm i'm hoping you know i'm hoping this will Mm -hmm. all these protests will something will come of it at i.e uh police reform, defunding the police, all this other stuff, um, reforming our government and the way that we think about other humans of minorities and everything. And then Mm -hmm. we can have a life after this that is better. I'm hoping it's not just a continuation of constant, constant asking. I hope this brings change. Me too. I'm sure everybody hopes for that. Me too. All right. Well, if you want to submit your own letter, you can email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. And you could tell us about your first kiss. Absolutely. Huh, I would love that. Oh, we should do a one on our first kiss. Oh, my do God. Do you remember please. your first kiss? Oh, I remember it. Oh, okay, I great. Have, I do too. I have stories. I have stories. Great. I have stories. great. great. I there, have, there we maybe go. that'll be next week. Maybe we'll do it. Awesome. Super excited. All right. Well, um, I'll see you soon, T. See you soon. Are you gonna are you gonna bike to me at some point? I might bike to you. I might get okay. on my bike and bike all the way to the Upper West Side. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. Before we end this, I took a city bike for the first time because Michael has a city bike key, and yeah. um, because I needed to bike to work really quick, and then it was uh-huh. supposed to be you know just t- I just had to run a quick errand, go to work, come back, and so I was like, oh, I'll ride a bike. But that was the same day I did Angeliza and Brienne's um, high intensity workout, and oh my god! So our, I was already like tired, but I was like, I can do it! I did a high intensity workout. I, I can do it. And I'm fit. So <laughs> I t- took the bike, and you know, there's a port right outside my apartment, and mm-hmm. then there's a port right by work, and mm-hmm. I. <laughs> First of all, it's my first time riding a bike in like three years. Second of all, um, I've never ridden a bike in the city ever. Oh. And um, so, and I'm already tired. So I'm going up the hill of um, West End Avenue, like the tiny hill, and it's too much for me. And my vision is zeroing. It's like, oh I'm like, I'm having like tunnel vision and I had to get off the, the bike, you know, blocks away from work and uh, in the port and like instead of just making a circle like I was like I was planning your body's like (laughs) no I'm done never Never. again (laughs) never again I'm traumatized you tried it you tried it (laughs) I really did I tried and I failed miserably (laughs) but I didn't get hit by a car like I thought I was gonna be so proud of you thanks (laughs) proud of you (laughs) um oh I just have one last thing yes That's quarantine, baby. That's quarantine, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.